Hey everybody, you know how sometimes life just gets in the way of things? Well, we've missed about a month of our scheduled play sessions and recording sessions now. And although we're going to get back on track very soon, and we're going to finish up the long dark tea time of the soulless of murder, we can't just let some time go by without new episodes. That's ridiculous. That's unprofessional. That's not what we're about. So what I've got for you now are three bonus episodes originally published almost a year ago over on RPG Anthology, where Willow, Mary, our pal Fee, and I played the game Spirit of 77. It is one of my favorite actual play projects that I've participated in. It was kind of a revelation uh, that you can do a long story, well, we did three episodes, but that you could do a, a pretty fun and in-depth story without any real combat. And I had sort of set up this game, you know, it, there's street gangs and, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do with this. But these three players went all the way through it with only a little bit of gunfire. And I kind of expected there to be a lot because, you know, you set up a fight with a street gang I think it was this experience with this group that made me eventually turn in the direction of games like Brindlewood Bay, where we could have a super fulfilling, engaging story and play session without feeling the need to hack and slash or to shoot things. So I, uh, I have always had a soft spot in my heart for this Spirit of 77 game. I'm going to throw these three episodes out for you as bonus episodes probably over the next two weeks or so, and then we're going to get right back into Brindlewood Bay. I hope that you like them as much as I do. I don't know if that's possible, but uh, at any rate, hope all is well, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Let's go. What it is. The Spirit of 77 Tabletop Role-Playing Game allows us to bring to you this awesome, possum three-part limited series, Tough Boy Town. Now, I've got the lowdown on what happened last weekend here in the Big Bad City. Three copacetic ladies just trying to chill at the pad found themselves nose-to-nose with the Tough Boy Gang, and nobody was gonna be the same. Now, I'm sure you know these ladies, but let me lay them on you. A mysterious and enigmatic sleuth known only as B, played by Fee Kurtz. The rockin' and rollin' one and only Dusty Karens, played by Mary Stack. And that mechanic with a screw loose, Mercy Talbot, played by Willow Wilson. Now, I'll be your DJ, the man with the plan, Jonah Knight. Now, let's get on up and get on down. The three of you live in the same apartment building in the big city. Uh, You've probably seen each other around, so you're not complete strangers. But I don't know if you're actively friends or if you actively know each other. Uh, So aside from just sort of like casually bumping into each other around the apartments, do any of you actively know each other? Do you think of each other as friends or enemies? (laughs) Maybe not bad enemies. (laughs) 
like filled the laundry machines up enemies. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think I have tabs on everybody in the building, but I'm not one of the things about having all the connections is that none of them are very deep. They're all very much. I'm going to pull this string, but I don't want you to have something on me that you can pull back. Yeah, Mercy is, um, she's a bit weird. Um, you'll, she, she keeps to herself most of the time, but if you do run into her, uh, she'll be real friendly, um, <laughs> kind of in a way that probably makes you uncomfortable. Um, but then she'll recede back into her, into her room and, uh, you'll hear some loud noises and maybe some smoke every now and then, but, you know... She, I mean, she she thinks of you all fondly, but you don't really know each other so much. I think uh, Dusty would have interacted with you mostly uh, hallway chit chat for sure, laundry room chit chat. But she's always handing out those flyers for her next big gig, trying to get you to be in the crowd. <laughs> I think Mercy has definitely showed up to some of your some of your gigs, um, and and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> You're there at the beginning. Versus, like, I put in my face, I'm done. I helped. I, yeah. helped, uh, I helped my neighbor. Some moral support. Yeah. <laughs> they counted me at the door, and now yeah. it's time to head out. <laughs> well, lately, over the last about two months or so, unfortunately, there have been uh, increasing reports of crime and gang activity in your neighborhood. There's a, there's a new gang that has been trying to move in. They call themselves the Tough Boys. And they have claimed this turf and have been harassing uh, local neighbors and local businesses to the extent that some of the businesses have started to close. Did one of you have a favorite business that closed because of this just recently? Yes, they closed my favorite bodega and now I'm out for blood. Yeah, that was not cool. That was the one in walking distance. Mm -hmm, with the reasonably priced sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So this is what's been going on lately. Yes, uh, the, the art scene is, is fairly strong. Lots of access to whatever materials you kind of need, but uh, maybe it hasn't been feeling as safe lately. So today is Saturday. It is around 11 in the morning. And each of you, coincidentally, have been waiting for something to come in the mail, and you've been told that it is coming today. You don't have to know what that is right now. It could be something that we discover later. Um, but the, the mailman who wears very tight shirts and uh, short shorts all year round usually comes right at 11. And it is, it is right around 11. Are you going to be waiting for him at the row of mailboxes down in the lobby? Definitely. Yes. I'm also putting up flyers to pass the time. Mm -hmm. Sounds right. I want to know what each of you has today for your look. What do people see when they see you today? Uh, B, what do people see when they see you today? Um, I try to blend into the crowd as much as possible. I like to notice rather than be noticed. Um, so I'm wearing clothes that wouldn't jump out to anyone. They're pretty cheap, off the rack, um, put together in a way that looks like I had a plan this morning, but it wasn't so that everyone would see my beautiful fashion sense. Um, I'm also very small. I'm a very tiny human being. So um, 
probably sitting on the steps by the mailbox, reading a book, or at least appearing to read a book. Mercy, what, um, how do you look today? Well, um, I, I always wear my lab coat, um, with, which has a lot of um, added <laughs> pockets, um, all sorts of weird materials just poking out of those. Um, my cargo pants are also full of, uh, full of pockets and miscellaneous items and substances. Um, I have this bright red hair um, that's just an absolute mess. Um, and I have my, my like steampunk, steampunk lab goggles um, pulled up over my forehead. Um, and I just look, I, I mean, I'm missing some buttons and I'm just looking a little frazzled, but it doesn't seem to bother me at all. Um, like so, a doc yeah. Ock Miss Frizzle. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like uh, she's missing a few screws, but you know. <laughs> Dusty? Oh, well, you know, Dusty Cairns always has to be ready to rock. So she's out there representing her brand, wearing a, a satin jumper, and she's got her hair done, her long feathered hair, um, <laughs> full makeup. She's ready to hop on stage. She's got some sweet shades as well. It is a nice day. It is a warm summer day. And the mailman does pull up and he starts to fill the mailboxes. And I know uh, the mailman's name. I'm sure you do because you're, you're very friendly. Hi, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy, how are you? I think I have something for you right here. Oh, I'm just fine, Todd. How's your day going? <laughs> can't complain. Can't ever complain. Things no, are always really looking can't. up. Oh, and, thanks for the package, Todd. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and let's see. And you as well. And you as well. Great. I've got to run. Uh, I'll see you guys another time. All right. Bye, Todd. Say hi to your dog for me. <laughs> he doesn't have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> he waves. Like, yeah, uh, I will. I will. And he, <laughs> and he goes. You do have a moment at the mailboxes together as Todd is driving away. I don't think that he has a dog well a lot of people do sometimes you just gotta go with it could be an aspirational dog you know sure. got a yeah. dream yeah what did you all get in your packages um, oh, is that too much i'm sorry well it's uh it's always nice to be inquisitive but i think i'm going to choose not to answer your question right now oh okay no problem at all friend friend <laughs> i rip open the package because it's definitely a package of good vibes meaning some awesome new guitar picks because you gotta throw them out to the crowd you know got this guitar picks my band name printed on it i hand i hand them each one <laughs> thank you i'm sure this will come in handy oh i'm I, sure i'll find a use for this i roll up my slightly document-shaped package and fold it up, stick it in my back pocket, choose not to open it at this particular time. My package might be a little bit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something went wrong. Do you want to check on that? Huh? You're, you seem oh, to be smoking a little. Wait. Oh, okay. What we see is that as... You are talking and uh, ignoring smoke or hiding your materials from each other or sharing. A hot rod pulls into the parking lot 
right behind uh, old Mrs. Womper, who lives in your building. Uh, she's like out of her car and walking towards the front door in your direction. Uh, and this hot rod pulls up and out of it, kind of pretty quickly come two of these tough boys that you've been hearing about. One of them's kind of a kind of big, big guy. The other one's kind of a small squirrely guy. And uh, the squirrely guy says, Hey, big stick, look at this old lady here. She's just walking. Maybe we should give her a hand. How about we give you a hand, lady? Yeah, Toots, we should totally help her out. And uh, and they sort of, uh, she does not look like she wants to be helped out. She's trying to get away, sort of swings at the smaller guy with her purse and says, leave me alone. Get out of my neighborhood. You stay out of here. I told you I don't want to see you again. And the small guy, and you can interrupt whenever. And the small guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mercy definitely takes a bit of time to just watch and see what, what exactly is going on. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think uh, before things get too... Uh, too dire she's gonna step in and say hi neighbors what's hey, going you, on now the little guy uh turns to you and says hey this ain't none of your business lady i'm talking with granny over here she owes us something and she knows she's got to pay up following at a safe distance somewhat in the corner observing what is going on oh well that sounds like a real bummer but you know, friends, I just, when you uh, jump on her like that, I just got to say later days to you and, uh, you know, uh, maybe get out of our crib. <laughs> <laughs> you really here to rip off some old lady? Uh, this yeah, is, now just keep on stepping. These are the vibes you want to put out? Yeah, peace out, home fry. <laughs> <laughs> do any of you know old Mrs. Womper? Do you know her well or do you know uh, who who might have some information about her? I think I've seen Mrs. Womper. She keeps a pretty regular schedule coming in and out of the building. Um, Do know she does not have grandchildren, so calling her grandma means no, for a fact, we are not actually connected to each other at all. Then you probably know that she owns one of the uh, the boutique stores uh, just a a couple Mm -hmm. of blocks away. So the small, squirrely guy steps between uh, oh, Mrs. Womper and Mercy and says, look, this ain't about you, lady. Why don't you go back to wherever you are? I don't even know where you are. Go back to wherever you're from and find a comb. Now, yeah. There's no need to be nasty. We're just having a perfectly normal conversation here. And oh, now there's something. I haven't rude. been able to find it. <laughs> this has nothing to do with you. Why don't you back off? This is between us and the old lady here. I don't know, squirrely boy. It's in our neighborhood. Therefore, it's got to have something to do with us and our jam. Now, see, sir, I know Miss Womper. I have been to her store. She is a very kind, nice individual member of this community. Now, I do not know you. I have not seen you around here in these parts. So unless you have a little bit more information that you're going to give us about what this situation is that you seem to have brought into our neighborhood, I'm just going to have to stick around and make sure she makes it into our building nice and safe-like. Are you trying to get what you want? I want to know where he is in the organization and what their moves are today. Getting what you want, uh, you're going to roll plus smooth, and then any modifiers you have on smooth. I rolled an eight, and I got a plus one. I have moved myself further into the middle of this confrontation out of my little shadows. Um, 
and am looking this individual up and down, which is a little difficult for me since most of my looking goes up, trying to figure out who is this individual? Where are they in this organization? I check my back pocket to make sure that my package is still there uh, while I do speak to him and encourage him to go elsewhere. And what are you saying to get the information you want? So why don't you tell me a little bit more about you and yourself, since you have entered our fine neighborhood here. I would like to know, um, what's, uh, quite honestly, what do you want? He does not seem intimidated by you. Mm-hmm. He seems amused. Hey, big stick, look at this little piece of straw here. She wants to know who we are. Well, I'll tell you who we are. You could probably tell from my jean jacket. <laughs> I'm a member of the the Tough Boys. And the Tough Boys are moving in. We're going to take over this whole area. And we're going to do what we're going to do. Oh, now, see, that's a bit of a problem for me. So I think he's told you that. Mm -hmm. And now you get to pick one of these. He can act Mm -hmm. immediately. He can perform especially well. Or he can be happy telling you about it. You can get a little bit more out of him. Oh, yeah, he can be happy. Yeah, so why don't you go tell everybody that we're coming, and then uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll have a little something for you later. Oh, well, see, that's a little bit of a problem for me, because I do know that uh, your old group had a little to do with Mr. Jenkins down the corner closing up his bodega, and those are some of the best sandwiches here in our city. So now that you're intimidating little old ladies... I don't know that I want you here. You hear that big stick? She doesn't want us here. Yeah, she doesn't want us here, but we're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> well, this is happening. Um, you know, I'm opening up my package slowly, just a little bit away from them. And, uh, you know, you, you just know in there, there's my uh, my 38 revolver. That's what was on fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of the gunpowder got loose. Amazing. Yeah, I'm just preparing to maybe, I don't know, like um, smoke his ass. Did it come loaded? Um, I mean, I'm I'm probably working on that while um, while this conversation is happening. So you're going to open the package. Yeah. You're going to load it. Yeah. Okay. So that's probably smooth to see if you can do that without really attracting their attention. Okay. To get in position to smoke him. Okay. Now, I don't think this will apply, but if I use a gun to solve a problem or overcome an obstacle, perhaps such as loading a gun, I roll with something extra. Uh, tell me how you're doing that, and it'll work. Oh, well, you know, um, I'm probably still using the packaging, just, you know, if it comes in like one of those little orange Amazon bags. I'm just like, I, I ripped open one end, and I'm just, you know, my hands are in it, maybe like patting down the fire. Probably a little burned from that, but it's all right. Um, you know, using my gun knowledge and uh, Max Tech's expertise to, uh, you know, just uh, load it right quick. So I'm all about the fire. What exactly? How? Tell me about. Well, oh, you, there was maybe some you don't even know. Powder. <laughs> you know, sometimes the things, uh, you know, things around me often burst into flames. Um, sometimes it's just, some people say it's just my aura. I say it's some of the chemicals that are floating out of my pockets. It's still a little bit on fire. Tell me, are you, the goal is to do this with, before attracting their attention? Uh, yeah, before uh, before attracting my their attention. Okay, so you can do that with either powering through it 
getting out of the way or doing it quickly, quick thinking, trying to trick them into not noticing, uh, through serenity, or using charm and social grace. <laughs> I'm just going to do it nice nice and fast, uh, getting out of the way and acting fast. Okay. With my hustle. Hustle, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a 12. Uh, maybe because the box is on fire, yeah. it's it's pretty easy to open. Okay. <laughs> you can probably... So you have the gun out. I do. And there's a, there's at least one bullet in it. Maybe there's just one bullet in it because this was so fast. Okay. Because it's a revolver? Yeah, it's a revolver. Okay. It requires reload. You've got a gun up. Cool. Um, yeah, which, uh, which of those guys, those tough boys, is uh, looking like they're going to... Is looking the most dangerous to old Miss Mo- Mrs. Womper. The smaller guy is the one with the mouth. And the bigger guy uh, is maybe closer to her. But when you pull the gun up, he sort of steps back. There was a third guy who is still in the car. So the, the two of them got out, but there is still a guy in the car. And the car is still running. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Um, I think I'm just going to um, blow one of the tires out of that car. Then that would be a smoke his ass. Smoke his ass. And because of my move, mm. it's all in the reflexes. Can I roll with something extra? Yes. Cool. That's an eight. All right. That is a mixed success. Either in order to get the, the tire, you had to move into a position where you're sort of exposed, maybe uh, opening yourself up to danger. Or you can get the shot off from where you are, and maybe it doesn't really blow out the tire. Or maybe it wouldn't completely disable the car. I think just going with Mercy's whole aesthetic, she's kind of just staying where she is and just like, oh, boop. Just, yeah, she's not going to go to somewhere concealed. She's just standing there and she's going to attempt to blow out the tire, but it doesn't fully work. Okay, yeah, you get the shot off. We're aiming for the front or the back. Front tire? You got really close, and it made a lot of noise. Uh, and maybe it even it, it skimmed the edge of the tire, so you saw it ricochet, but it really went right into, like, the side of the engine somewhere. Oh, into the engine? Uh, like, underneath. Okay, like, so the tire not... Went in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing's exploding yet. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Not yet, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while all this is taking place, I have taken out my handheld camera that I happen to keep on my person at all times. You never know when you're going to need a little bit of information. Mm-hmm. And I am sneaking a pick of the license plate on the vehicle, trying to get as much of their faces in as possible. You can start to move towards the back of the car. So you're sort of like out of immediate range. Like, uh, if you wanted to hurry up and get back, it would take a little bit of doing. That's um, okay. As these guys sort of, like, jump to the side and get out of the way because some crazy lady just shot at them. Right. And they don't yeah. take me seriously. Anyway, I'm a tiny... Straw. I'm just a tiny straw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to snap that photo. That just sort of happens because you have cool. enough time to wait to, to get a good angle on this. The big guy sort of backs up and he puts his hands up. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? Uh, and then the smaller guy says, that's it. You're crazy. You're crazy. And he goes into his pocket and he gets out brass knuckles. You better put that down or all the, this whole place is going to be filled with tough boys. Oh, honey. 
Oh, I haven't killed so many more than you. (laughs) I think you better keep on stepping if you catch my drift. That's just the tip of the iceberg, boys. Trying to get get, getting what you want. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah. They're a little shook. This didn't go as smoothly as they thought. Um, So if you roll plus smooth. And um, because I'm a glam rocker, I have a move that is who looks fabulous. So while you are wearing your glamorous wardrobe, anytime you're called upon to roll plus smooth, you can roll plus soul instead. So I'll be rolling uh, with a plus three to my roll. Ooh, nine. Was there one of them you were trying to convince? As a mixed success, not everybody is immediately on board. Right. Uh, The little guy with the mouth and the brass knuckles. He does look like he wants to get out of there. So you get to choose. He acts immediately. He performs especially well. uh, Or he is happy (laughs) to get out of there. What does he performs especially well? What would that look like? (laughs) Um, He would really try to convince the others who maybe don't want to leave right away. Now look, stick, you got to get back in the car. Let's just get out of here. This is, this is more trouble than it's worth. And the guy inside the car behind the wheel is looks pissed off that someone shot his car. Um, (laughs) He's like, you guys get back in, get back in. We got to get out of here now. We'll go tell the boss. We'll go tell the boss and then we'll be back. I'd like to reinforce her uh, intimidation, uh, Dusty's intimidation, um, by taking out my thirty-eight, which has been concealed on my person, and loading it loudly. That would be help a sister out. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go with hustle. That is a ten total. That would enhance uh, Dusty's goal of getting what you want. So the squirrely guy is performing especially well. You could also try to make him happy. Or you could make him act immediately. I think I'm going to make him act immediately. I don't want him to be particularly happy. All right. It's not in my best interest. So he grabs the big guy and tries to shove him into the car. <laughs> and so you're, you're still in back of the car, B. From your angle, you can see that inside the car, uh, in the back seat. As the small guy shoves them in and, and yells out, But we'll be back. We'll be back. You mark my words, we'll be back. And as the uh, the driver revs the engine and starts to take off, you can see in the back seat a koala bear. Is this a living koala bear? <laughs> oh, or yes. a stuffed koala Yes, okay. no, it is a living koala bear. Sure. Uh, and uh, the car peels out and takes off down the street. All right, I got questions about that. Um, can I use crime scene investigation on that? I'm sure you can. Uh, let's see let's see the scene of the recent crime let's say it was an attempted mugging you can choose to ask these questions how long ago did it take place how many people were involved how did the perpetrator or the victim of the crime enter and leave who is the most obvious suspect so i would like to ask how did the koala enter the vehicle Ah, (laughs) as the victim there was a collar and a leash on that koala. So perhaps that koala is somebody's pet. All right. Lady, old lady Womper. Oh, thank you. Thank you all so much. Was that your koala bear over there? What? Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and I just walk away from her. Well, well, thank you anyway. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, that was those tough boys are are out of control. What did they want from you after all, Lady Womper? I ask, putting my revolver away so as not mm-hmm. to continue to scare the small old lady. <laughs> I'm still holding mine. <laughs> still smoking. Yeah. Well, they say that they want me to pay for increased protection, but I know what they really want. They want my store. They want me out of business and they want my building. What's valuable about your building, do you think, to them? There's nothing really. I just rent. I don't even own it. But they've been, I've been watching them do that to all the shops around here, trying to get everyone out. No, see, I can't stand for that. I don't know if, what their plan is. I don't know if they have a plan. All I know is that for the last two months, they've been coming in and demanding payments. Have you paid? Well, I started to, but then I, I ended up paying all the money that I had to cover my bills and my rent. And now I can't pay anymore. It's mm, a tough situation. It is, and I don't know what to do. Well, I think us three over here have to have ourselves a confab, figure out what we're going to do about this situation. Well, you be very careful. I don't know how many of them there are, but there's, there's a lot. Every time they come by, they always come in threes. There always seem to be new ones. Well, thank you very much, old lady Womper. Thank you. You're safe now. Thank you very much. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And she uses uh, her cane. To slowly go back to her apartment. <laughs> hey, old lady Womper, say hi to your cat for me. I do. I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to shoot your shot, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it's true. <laughs> so the Keepers, creepers, guys. To clarify my handheld camera situation, mm-hmm. I feel like this is the appropriate time for Polaroids. Is that, is that an accurate statement? That works for me. Great. So um, I've been standing here, you know, putting my gun away with one hand, just kind of shaking a Polaroid with the other for a little while. Okay. And I'm going to reach into my back pocket, take out my um, package from earlier that day and open it on up. Um, inside there is a photograph from a connection of mine who has been keeping an eye on the tough guy, tough boys. I keep wanting to call them proud boys and it's <laughs> going to come out at some point. Uh, <laughs> the tough boys um, and their activities uh, and begin to compare the faces in both to see if there is one character who stands out in both. In this packet of information, how, how, how detailed is it? Like, what all is in here? It's a, it's a couple of photos, one from the background of a birthday party happening across the street when the bodega was robbed with some grainy photos in the background, a couple grainy images in the background, a couple of license plates. Another is a sheet or so of a license plate rundown from a friend of mine in the, in the police department. But it is definitely an amateur sleuth packet. It's not, here they are and here's where they live. You have that information. Yes. So you are taking some information and you are trying to 
pull more information out of it. You're trying to put it together mm-hmm. to come up with an answer. Yes, I'm Pepe Silvia in all over the place. Roll uh, not your average bear, which is brains plus one there. And mm-hmm. while you are going over all of that information, mm-hmm. Mercy and Dusty are sort of have a, have a moment to themselves while you while you go over your info. So what do you think about that koala there? I feel like it's got to play into this whole thing somehow. Yeah. Why koala? Why leash? Either way, we're getting that koala bear. Yeah, probably the victim in all this or the mastermind. <laughs> one, of, one of the two. There's no in-between for no sure. No in-between, no. No, sorry, madam. Nope. On a 10 for your brains. Uh, here's what you've got. You've got, you don't have a full police file here, but you have, uh, you mentioned a list of license plates. Mm-hmm. This plate is on there and next to it, it says alias digger with a question mark. And the, so it is, it is known to be connected to this gang somehow. As you're staring at these handful of uh, photographs that may have been, you think they're Photograph, they're uh, uh, photocopied onto some sheets. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, while you don't recognize any of these three guys, there is one person that is in three of the five photographs, and he's pretty big. He's pretty tall. He was taller than this big guy that was here, and he's got long ponytail and spikes on his shoulders. Well, so he wants to stand out. I'm going to share my information with Dusty and Mercy. Say, uh, hey, you gals, uh, catch a load of this. Oh, interesting spikes on those shoulders, eh? All of you, as the car drove away, saw that there was a koala bear. As the three of you wonder about the koala bear, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it occurs to you that all of you have noticed more uh, fancy pets in the neighborhood mm. recently. You know, there's even a guy in your apartment complex that has a spider monkey that he he's had for about, I, I don't know. Well, you saw it on his shoulder as he was walking around a couple of days ago. You know, it's never just a cat or a dog these days, you know. I have noticed that neighbors are less and less responsive to your say hi to a dog or say hi to a cat. You know, that used to be like a, your, uh, a good to go phrase. It worked on everyone and it was just, you know, real friendly. But now they start asking questions because apparently they don't have a cat or a dog. Nope. They have spider monkeys and koalas, apparently. Yeah. The world is changing, isn't it? I have noticed spider monkey, man. I wonder if we should uh, go check in with him and see... Where he got that spider monkey, given that, I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to leave a poor helpless koala in the hands of those three. They made fun of me and my size. I think that's a groovy idea. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's blow this taco stand. <laughs> do any of you personally know Spider Monkey Man? Or have you just seen him walking around with a spider monkey? You know, probably the latter. But, you know, I always say hi. Yeah, he his apartment is on the ground floor. It's one of the first ones down the hall. It's not too far from where you are. Do you all go directly there? Do you have anything that you need to put away or to get? Well, if we're doing a bit of a, some shenanigans about, um, 
I'm just going to take a quick stop by my van um, and pick up a few supplies. My ex-tech van is definitely illegally parked and just full of tickets. <laughs> so you can't see out the front window. Um, so I just, you know, I I uh, open that up and uh, take out um, my uh, my hunting rifle. <laughs> just strap it over my back. So, like, this is just normal. Yeah, so Mercy goes to her van. It's the the really how tell me about your van. What does it well, look like? <laughs> it is not the kind of van that you just want to be parked around anywhere near you. Um, it's real beat up looking, but when if you look at if you get a glimpse inside, it is just full of like blinking lights and and sciency stuff and weird contraptions, gears and and uh stuff like that it's where i do you know a lot of uh, my fancy high-tech building and repairing and you know a bit of chemistry and and modern alchemy whatever you want what what have you yeah also very uh, volatile you know it's caught on fire a few times but i always manage to repair it so she pulls out a rifle <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a, a strap like a, like i'm carrying it like a guitar <laughs> And Dusty, do you have your guitar over your shoulder too? Absolutely. Never yeah. leave home without it. B, do you have anything over your shoulder? Not so much over my shoulder. I am a fan of the fanny pack. So, okay. and I do always have my disguise kit with me just in case we need to look like somebody else to blend better into the shadows. Um, but since I got my revolver and uh, camera on me and various levels of concealment, I'm always good to go. Do any of you have something like a purse? Are you carrying anything around like that as well? Oh, the fanny pack holds all. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of pockets everywhere, but I do grab my doctor's bag uh, from my van. Um, and you can tell I, I, it's it definitely wasn't originally mine. I definitely kind of stole it. Um, like maybe there was a doctor on the subway and I kind of just took it. You know, I thought it would come in handy. Um mm -hmm. So it has, like, someone else's name embroidered on it. <laughs> I think I'd probably have, like, a gig bag or something with with my flyers and my extra guitar picks and whatever else I'm going to need. Well, Spider Monkey Man's apartment is not too far away. It's pretty close inside. And uh, you all go directly there? You're not going to pass go. Yep. All right. Talk me through what you're doing. Well, Mercy, I do feel like... If you have the connection with this person, you should probably be our front-facing individual when we come uninvited <laughs> into his abode. Okay. And I definitely don't know this guy's name, but I think I do. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> you are just now arriving at the apartment. Oh, hi, Robbie. Knock, knock. From inside, the three of you can hear, get the door. Get the, the door. Get the door. There's someone at the door. We get the... Uh, stomping across the apartment. And uh, Spider Monkey Man opens the door. And the Spider Monkey is standing down by his feet looking up. Hi, Robbie. How are you doing today? And he looks down at the Spider Monkey. He's like, his name is Phil. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Robbie, uh, we noticed that you, you had this cool little spider monkey about. We're just wondering where you got it. He's confused. Uh, 
Well, I mean, that's that's my business, right? I, I don't I don't ask you where you got your shoes. Why are you, I found him. He looks a little concerned. He's trying to close the door a little bit. I'm I'm just not taking any of those cues, and I'm just coming in further into the door. You're going to try to push your way in? <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I mean, Mercy doesn't view it as pushing her way in. You know, she's just, uh, you know, being friendly. Is this a physical intervention? Are you in trying it's to... It's more of a speed... I'd say it's more of a hustle. How far open did he open the door? Was it just well, like... He opened it pretty well and then didn't understand what was happening and has been closing it. Well, I've been, like, slowly approaching, getting closer uh, to the door. Um, So, like, at least my foot is inside of his abode. My new friends, um, B and Dusty, are flanking me, right? Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, wonderful. Hey, uh, hey, my new friends, uh, you got, I, I, I know you guys wanted to ask about your, uh, this new spider monkey friend. Well, yes, I'm just so very interested in thinking about a purchase similar of my own. So, you know, it's most interesting to me to find out where you managed to be getting such an exotic animal from. Could that yeah, man. count? My band's got to have a gimmick. Got to have one. Gotta get me that sweet, sweet exotic animal on stage at all times. Gotta have yeah. a thing. Mascot tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. Look, I, I signed the paperwork. It's all legal. You can't, you can't. Okay. They said he was a butler and he's not really a butler, but it's all fine. I'm teaching him how to open doors and, and, and get things, but it's fine. Like just, I, I, I don't know. Why are you here? I don't know why you're here. We're not the fuzz. You don't need to worry about that. We're just uh, interested in procuring our own animals for ourselves. I wonder if this counts as give someone third degree? Yeah, do you want to try it? Sure. Okay, so with brains, that's a seven. How could I get you to tell me where I can find my spider monkey? Well, I don't know anything about where you can get a spider monkey, but I'll tell you, but I need you to promise me something. You know the bodega closed. I do. This this guy eats a lot. I'll tell you. But you got to come back like today or tomorrow with just a lot of bananas. He goes through bananas like crazy and I can't get out. He just he's leaving the place a mess. So if you promise me that you'll bring me back uh some bananas, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what to do. I can be your potassium supplier. That is no problem. Oh god. Okay. I have a pocket that is full of just powdered potassium, and I'm like, oh, if it's that you, you need. <laughs> he doesn't know what that means. Okay. Well, you, you phrased it with potassium, so I thought you might need some, but go on. So you guys have heard of the animal disco, right? Dusty, you might have heard of this. <laughs> because I, I don't think your uh, your band has played there yet, but it's a, it's a new club that opened up near the tracks in an abandoned... Uh, warehouse first of all it's amazing they only let you in if you come with an animal and second if you don't have an animal you go around the side and they will sell you an animal and that's where i got this that's where i got phil now they told me he was a butler he doesn't know how to do anything around here so i have to train him from the beginning but it's pretty cool hi i got a monkey i don't know if they have any more spider monkeys and if they do They're probably not butlers, so you should know that. Well, I am sorry that you seem to have gotten ripped off 
as far as your uh, your butler is concerned, but he is a fetching young man, so at least you got that. I don't know about you ladies, but I uh, feel like we have a definite next stop on the itinerary. Agreed. I've been wanting to check that place out anyways. Probably want to bring some of those flyers. Yep. Oh, speaking of, let me hold on. And then I hand a flyer to, <laughs> to the neighbor. <laughs> oh. He takes it and he looks at it and he looks up. And he looks Can't wait to it. see it. My next gig, brother. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's blow up the cheese. And, uh, go see this animal disco. As you walk away, as soon as you can with those bananas, please. Yeah, we're right on it, sir. Bye, Robbie. See how I didn't say say hi to your dog for me this time? I'm learning. <laughs> Shows some real growth there. Yes. Yeah. You know, you got to adapt to the circumstances. RPG Anthology is a part of the Actual Story Podcasting Network. If you like the show, there are a couple of things that you can do that would be amazingly helpful. Telling a friend or sharing a link is organic and personal, and I thank you very much if you do that. If you are the type who leaves reviews, writing a few words or clicking on some stars is a magical way to help. And if you want to show love to Spirit of 77, go on over to monkeyfunstudios.com and tell them that you like their work. I like it. Okay? Let's go. Let's go.